To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As a contractor, I choose hardy fiber cement because I've seen it outperform wood-based siding and other hard siding materials. The high-quality craftsmanship translates into beautiful and durable results that leave our customers at GFidel extremely satisfied. Using Hardy Siding has significantly reduced my callbacks and warranty claims, too. At James Hardy, we're here to support you. From training materials to resources that can help you generate a greater profit. Learn more about growing your business with us at jameshardy.com build. y'all we live we live welcome to another episode of the hate it or love it podcast now um i really wasn't planning on doing another episode this week because if you guys and i know most of y'all haven't because i do look at my analytics um i got a family reunion and if i look a little wet i just got out of the shower but um i have a family reunion this weekend on Sunday, so I told y'all in the last episode that I wouldn't be back until like two weeks later. But today is Friday, I ain't really got nothing to do, so I was just like, let me put out like a quick episode, real quick. Let me like record an episode, edit it, and I don't know if I'm gonna drop this either maybe this weekend at some point, or either I'm gonna drop it on Tuesday like I normally do. But, I mean, whenever y'all are watching this, then that's most likely when I dropped it. But, um, since this was an episode I really wasn't planning on doing, and also, I kind of want to start taking more of a relaxed approach to my podcast. Like, I feel like, I feel like, you know, when you guys are listening to my podcast and when you guys are watching it, you guys really are just going inside my head. Like, y'all are basically getting all my honest thoughts. And sometimes I feel like when I give myself too many topics, I kind of have to rush past like a lot of my thoughts instead of taking my time to explain myself. So for this episode, I don't really have too much topics just because if I feel like I have something more to say, I feel like I want to explain it like 100% for y'all and not just, you know, rush through it because I got so much to talk about. So... If this episode winds up being shorter or longer, then that is why, because, you know, I'm not just going to force myself to be in some type of time space or anything like that. If I got to explain something, if I want to explain something fully like how I like to, then I'm going to just do it. But before we get to any of the topics today, I do want to talk about um, one thing regarding my channel, and I'll probably cut this and make this like my own I'll probably cut this out and make it its own video, but still keep it on the podcast. I don't know how I'm going to do this section. I might just keep it within the podcast, and if people see it, then they see it. Or if you're listening on streaming services, then, you know, you guys can 
um, hear this too. But regarding my YouTube channel, and some of you guys may have seen this coming due to, you know, a lot of the videos I've been uploading recently, you know, before the podcast and whatever. I think I'm going to start focusing more on real life content. And the reason that I'm feeling like focusing on more real life content is just simply I do enjoy doing more real life videos for y'all. Like I like doing the I really love doing this podcast, actually, because like I said, it's basically a way for me to like say all my inner thoughts and it's a way for me to keep up the date and it's also it's something that keeps me consistent i feel like this is the type of content i need to make in order for me to stay consistent but you know i like doing the podcast i love doing vlogs whenever i do decide to do vlogs i like you know recording it i like editing it and i like doing vlogs because it's almost like my snapchat compilation videos where it's almost like fond memories that I put together and upload and you know it's partly for y'all to be entertained but it's also for me and whoever is in the vlog to like go back and watch it and you know basically relive experiences like that American Dream Mall um, vlog I've been hearing that American Dream is probably gonna like shut down sometime soon so you know, if that vlog ever, I mean, if that mall does ever shut down or something ever happens to that mall, that vlog is basically like a whole, you know, memory for me. So that's one reason I like doing vlogs. Um, I haven't done my Snapchat compilations in a minute, but I mean, if I do have any videos that I could put together and put out as far as that, I would like to keep doing that just because... I do upload a lot of like funny things on my Snapchat and Instagram stories. So, you know, if I do continue that, then you guys know I will be uploading that. But also, um, I do want to get into videography, especially after I finish this last semester of college. So it, it just I like doing a lot of, you know, real life content. And I know this might be sad for a lot of my viewers that likes my gameplay videos or the few that watches my walkthroughs. I know that might be sad for y'all. And I have been thinking of maybe doing like a little compromise for y'all. Like maybe I might, cause I have a Twitch account that I don't use. Like I really just watch other people on Twitch. Who knows? Maybe I might start a Twitch account for the rare times that I do play games, I could just stream and give y'all content, you know, as far as gaming that way. But as far as my YouTube and, you know, stuff like that, I really only want to focus on real life content. And the only thing that I might do that's not fully real life content, I'm, I'm still upload my music on my YouTube. And also I have been wanting to get into video essays. So I might do like a little mixture of me recording on the camera like I'm doing right now while mixing in clips of whatever I'm talking about. So pretty much as far as my YouTube goes and, you know, if you're uh, listening to this on streaming services, you know, you guys can subscribe to my YouTube, at, you know, Tevin Jameer, but, you know. This is basically how I feel like doing it just because I do tend to fall more on the real life aspect of videos a lot more. I don't really feel like I play my game that much. So that's why I just rather make, you know, a Twitch account where whenever I do get on, I can just stream to y'all and just leave it at that. But, you know, 
I know that will probably lose me a couple of you guys. I'm sorry. You know, I hope you guys do enjoy my real life content as much as the gaming. And I feel like I'm going to lose people over this because I remember when I first started this YouTube, even though my intention with YouTube was never just to do gameplay, a lot of my early videos were just strictly gameplay. So I know I got a lot of subscribers just based off that. And even though I unlisted these videos, some of my most popular videos are gameplay related. Like, um, actually, I don't know if it's my power video. I have a power video, but I also have a 2K17 video. One of those two is my most popular video on the channel. But, you know, I think it is my 2K17 one. If it's not power, then it's the 2K17 one. But I know that video got me a lot of likes and stuff like that even last year when i was addressing the whole saints row reboot thing you know a lot of views came from that so doing gameplay videos have done good for my channel but it's just personally i feel like the real life content you know you know i feel like i enjoy doing that more and i also feel like i get a lot more traction and a lot more you know engagement off um my real life videos so for anybody that is a fan of my gameplay videos, I hope you do like my other content, and I hope you guys do under, like do understand the decision that I plan on making, but, you know, I feel like this is something that's better for me, and besides, I have always said that I wanted to be in film, I always wanted to do something film-related, so doing more real-life content that involves editing and stuff like that, I feel like will help me better with my field, help me, you know, with my craft of making videos, so... I hope you guys do understand the decision that I'm making, and I hope you guys are still willing to stay. So before I move on to the topics, I just want to say, as far as my channel, you guys will be getting this podcast, you guys will be getting vlogs, video essays, music, and, you know, if I do ever make Snapchat and Instagram video compilations, but... Yeah, like I like I keep saying, I hope you guys do understand the decision that I'm making, but I just feel like this is the type of content that is better for me to make. And besides, my channel for the most part of all these years has kind of been all over the place, and I feel like, you know, at some point I would have had to make a decision either way. Like at some point I would have had to say, "All right, am I just going to keep being all over the place or am I just going to buckle down on one thing?" So while I'm not focusing like on just one sole thing, like a lot of other channels do, like how some people do just how-to videos or, you know, just strictly gameplay videos, I want to keep towards the real life theme of my videos. So as of right now, like I said earlier, I have my other videos unlisted. I don't know if I'm going to bring them back, but just know I'm never going to straight up delete them. Like, you know, if I ever... Well, I'm not going to say if I ever. I know I'm going to get on more. When I do become more popular, maybe I might un like maybe I might make them public again, but as of right now, I just want to keep them unlisted just so that the algorithm and just so that, you know, as far as YouTube goes, that my real life videos will still be, you know, showing up and nothing else will. But all right, y'all. Let's get to these topics. The first topic I want to talk about is something that me and my friends have been talking about a lot, like specifically this year. And one of the things we were talking about is how apparently we're getting old. Like apparently my age, and 
specifically me, I'm 23 years old. A lot of the people that I went to high school with were around the 22, 24 um, age range. And, you know, from multiple people, I keep hearing like the same thing, like, oh, Tevin, we getting old or, you know, we really got to think about life now and stuff like that. Like, that's something I've been hearing a lot from my friends and other people recently. And specifically, I just want to talk about like my feelings on it because I don't like overall I don't feel like we're getting that old I feel like we're kind of being very hard on ourselves because so let me put it like this you know back in the day typically you know people wouldn't start having kids or owning homes or you know taking those really big steps in life until they reach like closer to their 30s some people in their 40s like you know a lot of the things that some of the people i'm going that i went to high school with that they're doing they're doing things that older generations would have took longer to do and i feel like that's part of the reason why people has been coming up to me and saying that we're getting old because believe it or not like hella people that i graduated high school with is having kids hella people is you know owning like actual big ass homes like not like apartments or like small houses like people around our age would most likely have like people is out here getting big ass homes and stuff like that and you know really starting families out here and it's almost like it's almost like my age group is now the new 30s and the new 40s like you know the younger kids are do like the tiktok kids and stuff like that they're doing newer things that my generation would just be like what the hell are you doing and then you got the older people where it's like they're looking at us like you guys are acting like you're grown or whatever so it's almost like j cole's middle child it's almost like we're too old for the younger crowd but we're too young for the older crowd and it's like it's kind of weird i feel like this whole Thing going on with my age group is kind of weird right now and like it's, it's almost like every other day I see someone that I went to high school with having a kid or getting that big ass house or securing that job that you wouldn't think anybody our age would get and if you ask me I'm partly glad that people my age are doing these great things but also the thing is I feel like that brings up the problem of comparison and I, I talked about this slightly on the second episode of the podcast where I feel like comparison is the thief of joy like I don't want to name any names I hope they don't get mad at me for bringing this up but I know a few people that feels like they're not doing too much with their lives and you know they said that part of the reason is because of what they see on on social media and that's it's not the full reason but they just said that it's some of the reason and i was just reassuring this person saying like you know don't focus on what other people are doing everybody has their own journeys everybody you know goes through life at a certain time and also we're really only 23 24 years old like you know we don't have to do these amazing things that we see everybody else doing right now because we're at an age right now where we're still getting to know each like getting to know ourselves trying to figure out what we're doing in life and stuff like that and it's like we got time because i feel like you know 
like I said, a lot of people in my generation, especially people that I went to high school with, they seem to be moving on fast. They seem to be moving quick with their lives, like getting the big house and having the family with a bunch of kids. And, you know, that's good for them. But really, we just need to focus on what's good for us. Because personally, me, you know, I have been in a situation where I lived with a partner and, you know, a lot of people don't know it, but there has been times where we thought we were probably going to start a family, not intentionally, but, you know, stuff like that. And really thinking about it, you know, that's good for them. I'm glad for anybody in my age group that wants to have that house, that wants to be married, that wants all of that. But personally, me, I'm someone where... Like I said before, I don't I don't compare myself to anybody. I don't get jealous of anybody. So when I see these other people doing the things that they want to do, I don't feel no type of way about it because personally me, I want to get myself, you know, established. I want to get myself ready before I ever like have kids or anything like that. Like one thing I have always told my friends, and I think I said it before on the podcast, but one thing I've always wanted to be is a father, like ahead of this music stuff, ahead of my film dreams, all of that. The main thing I have always wanted to be was a father. I always wanted to, you know, take care of my kids, guide them through the world, teach them lessons, and eventually see them go on to make or do amazing things. And ultimately, I want to see my kids be better than the person that I am. But here's the thing. I can't be that successful parent. I can't be that parent that's ready for all of that until I establish myself and go through experiences that I'm supposed to go through. Like, you know, I don't really think personally me, I wouldn't want a kid at this age. But like I said, everybody else in my age group that do want kids, that's great for them. But personally me, I don't want no kids because I don't feel like I'm old enough in experience. Some people think you need to be old enough in age. I don't think you need to be old enough in age to have kids. Well, of course you do. Don't take my words out of context. Obviously, you do need to be old enough. But what I mean is like, you know, for people in their 20s, I feel like you guys need to be old enough and experienced. Like, you know, if your kid comes up to you and asks you something about something they're going through, you should somewhat have an idea of what you're going to say to them or something like that. Like, I want to not only get myself successful in my career and stuff like that and have a nice home and find that partner I feel like I can have kids with, but I also want to go through these experiences. I want to travel. I want to go through the ups and downs in life so that when I do eventually end up with that family or anything like that, I'm going to be ready for that. And then as far as, you know, people in my age group that's having those special career moments here's the thing you got to remember for anybody and you know it might not even just be people that i know but maybe even some of my viewers you guys could probably be at a young age and you're looking at like other people around you and you're probably judging yourself off of them but like i said before everybody has their own journeys and everybody has their own careers because you might be seeing someone that you went to high school with be really successful in real estate, but you probably aspire to be a filmmaker. 
Like, you know, it's nice that they're doing good in their field, but I got to focus on my field because what they do in their field does not affect me. So what I got to do is I got to keep making content. I need to keep making high quality stuff for consumers or people that like watching my videos and stuff like that. That's what I need to do. I need to do internships. I need to make connections. That's what I need to do for my career. And I shouldn't be judging the success on my career on somebody else who's in a different field or even anybody that is in the same career. Everybody's time comes at a different time. So it's almost like, you know, me and my friend Al, I knew him since high school and we both aspire to be filmmakers. We both aspire, you know, to direct and stuff like that. And, you know, he he's pretty much more successful than me, I would say, because, you know, he is an established videographer in our area. Um, despite me wanting to be um, in film and stuff like that, he has also put a lot of people on in our area onto photography and videography and stuff like that. Like it wasn't in really, it wasn't really until him that everybody else wanted to do that thing. So also, he has a lot more connections than me, so he's more successful than me, but that's his journey, and because me and him are good friends, you know, obviously our journeys will cross paths at some point, we'll work on stuff together at some point, hell, he's even supposed to be on this podcast eventually, but the thing is, I don't feel no type of way because you know, he's my boy and I'm glad to see him have success in how he wants to do things. But his journey is not my journey. So say he gets on tomorrow and he directs his first big film and, you know, it's getting premiered in theaters and stuff like that. I'm going to be there to support my boy, but I also need to focus on myself. I'm not going to look at myself any differently. I'm not going to talk down on myself because someone that I know or someone that is in the same field as me is doing better than me. Cause at some point I could wind up doing just as good. So basically all in all, I'm just saying that if you are worried about, you know, what your peers are doing and how your journey is going to go, you know, don't worry too much. Cause especially if you're in our age range, like, we still got a lot of life to live. Like, you know, I know that a lot of people in my generation has gone through a lot of experiences and it seems like, you know, with the age of social media and things like that, we are going through a lot of experiences. Um, some people has matured more than they should be. Like a lot of people has been forced to grow up faster than a lot of other people. But here's the thing that we got to remember. We are still young and we still have a lot of life ahead of us and we still have time to grow so if you're around this age range and even people that's older because i even see on social media how people in their 40s or 50s finally catch their big break so it's like we need to just focus on ourselves and keep faith that one day we're going to be on that path that we're supposed to be on and honestly personally me and i'm not trying to get too religious or anything like that I feel like everybody is on that path that they're supposed to be on. And I feel like everything 
that happens to you is meant to happen. And I don't mean like in the type of way where when something bad happens, people say, oh, this happened for a reason. Like I genuinely do believe that good and bad things do set you up, you know, for what you're supposed to face in your future. And that doesn't always necessarily mean good things. Like necessarily something bad could happen that could lead you to that bad thing. But just like what everybody says, pain doesn't always last forever. So eventually, you know, you're going to get that good moment. And I hope that I'm not sounding crazy or anything like, like that. But to sum it all up, I'm just saying, you know, you just got to keep faith that you're on the path that you're supposed to be on. And you need to keep faith that one day you're going to find that thing that you were meant to do. You're going to find that purpose. So... That doesn't just only go out to the person I talked to about this, or not just that one person, but like everybody I talked to about this. This goes out to anybody that's listening that may be worried about that. Just, you know, keep faith and just, you know, keep going in whatever you want to do. Because that's the main thing that everybody that's successful will always tell you. Just keep going. Just keep going. Do what you feel like doing. Just keep going no matter what people have said. So... That was the first topic I wanted to talk about. Next topic, and I guess this one is going to be a little bit more lighthearted. I mean, the last one wasn't too dark. That last one wasn't even dark at all, but it was more of like a serious thing. This is, well, this could be counted as serious, but I see this more as a lighthearted thing. So one of the shows that I really like watching is Euphoria. And I don't think that's a show that needs any introduction. Like a lot of people watches Euphoria. I think it's up there as far as like the most popular premium network series. And this past year, season two has come out and season two has garnered a lot of hate from people. Like it's, it's really not the best received season which it's weird because season one i like season one of euphoria but when season two was gonna come out i wasn't sure how i was gonna feel about it because the early trailers and a lot of the things i've been hearing it made it sound like it was gonna go away from that high school drama and it sounded like it was trying to be more of like a crime show and even the trailer for season two had me a little iffy because i was like this looks like they're trying to take the show into a completely different realm than what it was in before. But the funny thing is I wound up loving season two, despite, you know, how I felt about everything I've been hearing and seeing before. And then everybody that was looking forward to Euphoria season two winds up hating it. And when you look at the internet, the common consensus is that season two was bad, especially compared to season one because of the writing, the characters and how they ended the season. I got a lot of unpopular opinions about season two. I actually like the finale a lot. I feel like it sets up a lot of things for season three. Um, I also didn't feel too sad when Ash died. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't watched Euphoria, but I mean, who hasn't at this point? But one of the characters, Ash, a lot of people were sad when he died. They were saying that he was a great character, which honestly, he really wasn't. Um, season one, he was really just more the comic relief. And then season two, he never really had much of an arc. He never really was... He wasn't really that much of a fleshed out character. Like, he didn't have much of an arc. And all he would do was stay quiet. Even in the moments where he was 
about to die, like he stayed quiet. In moments where he should have said lines or talked, he stayed quiet. And he only really said like a few one-liners here and there, but he didn't really have much of a character. So when he died, I didn't feel anything. Like I felt bad for, for, um, what's Angus Cloud's character? What's his character? Y'all know Rue's drug dealer. I forget the name of his character. Fez. Fez. I felt bad in the sense of Fez. And I mean, that's the only reason why his death really should be sad. Just because, you know, Fez is a well-liked character and we don't want to see him disappointed. So that's the only aspect where I felt sad about his death. But I didn't necessarily felt I didn't necessarily feel sad about Ash dying, which... He wasn't that big of a character. But speaking of characters, the main thing I want to talk about is Cat and this whole Barbie Ferreira situation. So it was reported yesterday, actually not even reported, but Barbie Ferreira herself posted on her Instagram story basically saying that she is, you know, stepping away from Euphoria. She won't be in season three. And it's very heavily speculated that it's because of the beef between Barbie Ferreira and Sam Levinson, the showrunner of Euphoria. And apparently Sam Levinson wanted to write a cat having an eating disorder. And Barbie Ferreira, from what I heard, didn't like that just because, you know, of course you're going to give the bigger character in the cast the eating disorder storyline. And she didn't feel like Cat should have that story. And... You know, I don't know. I don't know if... Actually, I'm not taking any side on whether that storyline should have even been a thing or not. What I do feel is I'm very sad that Barbie Ferreira is leaving. Just because, personally, I do like Barbie Ferreira. And, okay, I have, like, a crush on Barbie Ferreira. But, I mean, besides that... I do feel sad that she's leaving because one of the things that me and my friends talked about when the news first came out, um, we were talking about how they really, how Sam Levinson really failed Kat as a character. And what I mean by that is, cause I know a lot of people were fans of Kat's character and stuff like that, but it's not even just... I guess you could say more of the problem with her character did come in season two, which, I mean, of course, they had beef, so he was being petty and he, you know, messed up her character. But my thing is, I feel like Kat's character should have worked on paper. Because I feel like as far as... Because really, what we see in season one, we see an insecure girl who's bigger than her friends, who hasn't really had as much action as her friends... And she starts to explore herself sexually and she almost kind of feels confidence and liberation through exploring herself sexually. And at the end of season one, she finally, you know, leaves that, you know, you know, out there lifestyle behind to date this guy named Ethan, who was, you know, the good guy. In season two, we kind of see her struggle with her relationship with Ethan because she didn't feel like he was, you know, I guess man enough or exciting enough or anything like that. And I feel like that is, I feel like that would have been a good storyline 
But the thing is, so many scenes was cut, and I feel like they didn't... And I know it, this was all out of pettiness, but it, it kind of hurt her character a lot. So I would say... I would say... I guess this might be controversial. As sad as I am for Bari Ferreira to go, I'm kind of glad for her to go because I feel like then she can go on to better, you know, opportunities that will work for her. And also so that Kat's character can stop being butchered because what they did to her in season two really messed up her character because I really feel like Kat's character was great on paper. And... I feel like the execution of it really wasn't that great, especially in season two. And, you know, I really connected with Kat's character a lot just because I even said this to my friends. Despite me being a guy, I related to her character a lot. Like, basically, growing up in my friend groups, I was kind of the cat. Like, me, when I first, you know, started having sexual experiences, I didn't do it with multiple people. I didn't, you know, go out there like cat did but i do know how it feels because i mean despite whether anybody want to say cat was the duff of the group not that's not me saying cat is a duff that's not me saying barbie ferreira is a duff i'm just saying how her character was portrayed in the series she was portrayed as the duff of the friend group and i could relate to that because a lot of the things they were saying about cat a lot of the things that she was going through I experienced that and I feel that so it is kind of sad you know on a character level but also on a personal level what Sam Levinson has did to her character but you know maybe this is for the better because Barbie Ferreira deserves better and you know if the Euphoria ship is about to sink I'd rather her move on and have better experiences than you know stay on a sinking ship that could mess with her career so that's how I feel about that. If you guys have any thoughts, you know, leave how you feel in the comments if you're on YouTube or if you're on streaming services. All of my socials are Tevin Jameer, so you guys can message me, DM me. Just let me know how you guys feel about the situation. And the last topic that I really want to touch on is Eleanor Neal. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to interrupt myself. Hello, guys. Future Tevin here. Um, what are the damn odds that the day that I film this episode and I talk about Eleanor Neal, she literally comes out of hiding. So everything you're about to hear is literally like what I said hours before she finally came back. All right, back to the episode. I partly want to talk about this because, you know, I want to know where my baby is at. Eleanor Neal, I would probably say, is my YouTube crush. Like, out of every YouTuber that I'm subscribed to and watch, she is my biggest crush. But besides that, I am very much into true crime. Uh, I'm very much into, like, true crime stuff. And she was one of the YouTubers that got me into it because I remember randomly being recommended one of her videos. And I like at work, when you're not on the sales floor, they allow us to have like at least one headphone in. So, you know, I was recommending her video. I was like, eh, I, this seems like something I could just listen to while I'm doing work. It, I thought it was just going to be background noise. 
But when I actually started listening to it, like I really started getting invested into the stories that she was saying. Not saying that these true crimes are for entertainment or anything like that, but I was getting invested in it. But I also liked how, because I watch a lot of like crime and horror videos and stuff like that, but I liked how she would sprinkle a little bit of her own personality into these stories. I felt like not was not only was I listening to like these stories, but I was also getting to know the person behind telling the stories. And I became a fan of her videos very quickly. Like I became a fan, I think back in May. Yeah, back in May on YouTube, she was recommended to me. And the reason I'm asking where the hell is Eleanor Eleanor Neal at is because if you're a fan of hers, I hope this thing is okay for streaming services. I was just checking um my camera because I didn't know if it was focused on me fully. But the reason I'm asking where the hell is Eleanor Neal at is apparently she dropped a video I think in June on this girl named Bianca Devins. And she has garnered, like, a lot of controversy, apparently. I didn't see the controversy. I really don't... Like I said, I really only listen to her videos whenever I was at work. Whenever I'm at home, I don't really watch her videos like that. Because I feel like her videos are better to listen to than actually sit there and watch. So, I just listen to it when I'm at work. But at home, I just don't watch her videos. And a lot of people were saying that she hasn't been posting on her socials or anything like that and it wasn't until like as of last week that i was like you know what let me look at her socials and stuff like that so i followed her tiktok i followed her twitter followed her instagram and apparently she has not you know done anything or said anything and like a lot of fans are worried about her and you know this might seem like a random topic to y'all but i just feel like talking about this because you know, in the rare chance that Eleanor Neal is watching this video, because I will be having her in the YouTube tags and stuff like that. In the very rare chance that she is watching this video or listening to this podcast, one, call me. Two, um, I just want to know that you're okay, because I have been a fan of your videos for this past summer, and, you know, I do like your content, so... I just want to make sure that you're okay, just like plenty of your other fans. I think I speak for a lot of your fan base when I say that. We just, you know, want to at least know that you're okay. You don't have to make a video. You don't have to make a long explanation. We just at least want to know that you're out there and that you're doing fine. Because I know what you went through as far as your controversy. You know, I feel like that was very unwarranted because... She doesn't come off like she's trying to be malicious when she tells these stories. And I mean, if she did accidentally do something that rubbed people the wrong way, then, you know, I don't think it should have warranted like all this bad social media discourse. But, you know, I don't think she was trying to be malicious in what she's trying to do. And I feel like, you know that she made this channel just so she can share these stories and warn people about the dangers of, you know, social medias and other things that she talks about in her stories. So that's all I really have to say about that. Like I said, Eleanor Neal, like I said, I speak for a lot of your fans to where we just want to know that you're okay. And I also 
just want to say, like, you know, hit me up, call me, I can take you out. Like, I'm not a big baller or nothing like that, but I'll spend some tickets on you. I'll, I'll spend a couple tickets on you, take you somewhere nice. <laughs> but all right, y'all, um, this was, you know, not too long of an episode. I just at least wanted to put something out for y'all just because I know I'm not going to be able to film on Sunday like I usually do. So, you know, I'm going to get this episode right for y'all. I'm going to get it together, you know, edit it, put it on uh, YouTube and all the streaming services. And most likely I will still put it out on Tuesday. I'm not fully sure when I'll put it out, but most likely I will put this episode out on Tuesday just because I want you guys to, you know, not go without content. So, you know, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. If you guys are on streaming services, make sure to follow the podcast and check me out on my socials. And with all that being said, Tevin Jameer signing out of the Hate It or Love It podcast. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.